Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with another episode of the Steelers Preview. And joining me as always, the three amigos, uh, Brian Anthony Davis, our podcast producer. What's up, Brian? Hey, hey. this has got to be the week, right? Yeah, we've been saying that for a while, though. <laughs> our, de- <laughs> our editor, Dave Schofield. What's up, Dave? Uh, not too much. Shoulders are a little sore from throwing punches, but other than that, I'm all good. <laughs> I'm not getting into that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, Dave, you will be at the game Sunday, right? That's the plan. Yeah. No, I keep saying that's the plan because, um, like I said, when when you have big family events coming up, all of a sudden you're afraid someone's going to throw something on you at the last second um, because um, of of how things work. But it looks like I'm going to be there. I'm taking my son to his first game. Big bro Sko's coming um, with Kyle hashtag pay Kyle. So the four of us should be up there. Um, I'm, I'm part of the 122 crew. That's uh, uh bully mob kettle. The artist formerly known as Solarverse. He's part of that. He'll be at the game uh, just a couple rows away from me. So I'll be able to, to, to catch up with him. If you're going to be at the game, come see us. 122. Now, hold on. Is it isn't it true that they've never won a game that Kyle's gone to? Why would you even bring that up, Jeff? No, I want to know why he's going. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, why would you bring that up, Jeff? I'm no. <laughs> I want to know why is he going to this game? They need to win this game. You don't. Take oh, I know Kyle. they need to win this game. So you don't take Kyle. 
That's why we don't pay <laughs> Kyle. Not, <laughs> Kyle. Kyle's not banished for all eternity. You know what? It's it's fun to pick on them when they don't win, but it's we know it's all fun, but we know really it has no bearing. Well, it doesn't matter if you're sitting at the right spot on the couch or if you're wearing the right jersey. It does matter though if you change jerseys. You can't change jerseys during the game. That's a rule, in case you didn't know that. But uh, yeah. no, it's all it's all good and fun. But I'm not going to deprive Kyle from Heinz Field just because <laughs> one Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman thinks that. Uh, well, which it, yeah, I, they, I got I got. They, we know that's nowhere close. Um, yeah, just but saying. if they but if they do, we can definitely play the blame game. Then he's off the schneid. All right, let's get things started with some news for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, before we get into the injury report. The Steelers took another player and started the clock. They had three players on injured reserve. Uh, we know that Zach Banner's his clock, twenty-one day clock, was started last week. Anthony McFarland's started this week. Uh, guys, my question is: Do you think Zach Banner gets reinstated? And do you think he plays this Sunday? Because he could. They can do it whenever. Dave, what do you think? I'm I'm thinking yes for one main reason. He's they had him speak to the media today. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> you, yeah, you, if you're not going to have him speak to the media if they're if if he's still another week away, the whole reason they had him speak to the media is to kind of present him as the leader of the offensive line. So that way, when he comes back this weekend and they put him in the lineup, there's really no question about it. That's just I yeah. still don't know how they're going to shake everything out. Who's going to be where? You had a great article about that today at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for offense, Pittsburgh Steelers. But uh, it looks like all their any player that has any player that has been active this season, they will have all of them available. So, and possibly Zach Banner on top of that. Okay, well, I don't want to get into details yet. I, I want to let Brian talk. So, Brian, do you think that Banner's back this week, or do you think they hold him out for one more? I can't argue with Dave on that one. That's, I mean, I argue with Dave a lot, but on that one, no. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking, and we were we were just talking about this a little bit earlier, Jeff, you and I, about he has not been on the injury report. You know, he's been practicing, and if they're going to go ahead and bring them back, they're probably going to play him as well. Yeah. So um, before we get into anything else, because this is really important, Captain Underpants is a good friend of all of our shows. He actually put on the screen that Seattle actually has two losses, guys, and they're playing on Thursday night. (laughs) I am praying. I am praying that they win because we can actually use Seattle has two losses next week. Seahawks week next week. I am. I told you guys beforehand, this just, Besides the Steelers, Steelers number one, but this is one B for me this week. Seattle must win, and they're wearing their action green uniforms. Ugh. And I will have to say this: Brian is backing this up. He is the only member of the BTSC staff. You'll see our staff picks article tomorrow. He's the only one who picked Seattle to win this game on Thursday night. Yeah. All so right. So he went well, with it. The, besides can, that, can I bring up one other thing? Is it about Banner? Because I want to get back to the office. Yes, line. it's about Zach Banner. Go for it. It was a question asked in the in the live chat, which I was going to ask, and but since someone else did, I wanted to 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 bring it up. If if Zach Banner does come back, I know it how, how 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 what are they going to do? What do you say, Jeff? Carlos Davis goes on IR. I think you're close. He's he hasn't practiced in three weeks. He I should have gone I, on IR three weeks. Ago. You would I mean, think he would have, yeah. but what? So who would you say? I think it could be Rashad Coward. 
because he went from limited yesterday to where he didn't practice today. So either one of those, like either one yes, of those, I, I could be, see that be in the move. I my, think it'll be an IR move. My question for I'm going to throw throw to Brian first is: Let's us Chuks Okorafor has been a full participant the last two days. He looks like he's going to be good to go. We know Dan Moore is there. Joe Haig is there. The rest of the offense, Dotson, he's even back. We'll get to the full injury report here in a second. <laughs> if everyone's available, Brian, what is your starting offensive line this Sunday at one o'clock? I'm about to give you a Dave answer what should be and what they'll do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, no, you're right. You're so, right. What you're what's you have to answer what Brian's lineup would be and then what the Steelers are actually going to do. My lineup would be either Zach Banner or Joe Haig at le- at right tackle. Keep Dan Moore Jr. at left tackle and tell you know, tell uh Chooks the core for that he won free tickets to Nickelback and he doesn't have to come to the game. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you think he's been that bad? I mean, it's Nickelback. Like, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Nickelback okay. bad. So, okay. So you said that's what you would do. What do you think the Steelers are going to do? Chooks the core for at uh, left tackle, Zach Banner or Joe Haig at right tackle. All right, Dave, you do the same exercise. What do you think? Yeah, and I I kind of agree with Brian there, but I'll be honest with you. If everyone is back and healthy, and if the Steelers want to take a couple weeks, even if it's just until the bye, to kind of do a little bit of a reset of Dan Moore, if you know what I mean, this would be the time to do it because you have the excuse of people coming back health-wise you know, hold him out for a couple games and then say, hey, after the bye, we're going to try to plug you back in, see what you can do. You know what I'm saying? Um, if if not, if you if you stay with Dan Moore at left tackle now, then you stay with him the rest of the season. And I have no – I mean, unless it gets really, really bad. I have no problem with them doing that. I have no problem with them doing that. But if they wanted to have the, you know, the way the Steelers do it and all those, all those kind of things, then this would be the time to do it if Banner comes off and everything. But I have to admit that I thought Joe Haig, you know, held his own there at right tackle. You didn't really, you know, you didn't notice him, which is usually a good thing. Yeah. When it comes to the offensive line. I can't get Dan Morgan bull rushed like crazy out of my head. I mean, there's a part of me that thinks Chooks a core for his, if he has a strength, it's, it's in pass protection. He's just not a good run blocker. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I think that, you know, I wrote the article and I said that I think they're going to have Chooks at left tackle, Banner at right tackle. I still think that's what they're going to do if they deem that Banner is healthy enough to play a full game, which if he's not, they shouldn't bring him back. Don't bring him back until he's actually ready to play. So, and he did admit, by the way, in that interview that he had a setback, a setback versus Detroit in that playoff game or preseason. And he said he couldn't say what it was. That's that the, that's the Steelers. I, yeah, maybe they they didn't want him to say what it was. Not well, right. they did everything the right way. They put him on injured reserve, and so they, yeah, they don't have to they say anything. They don't have to. Anyway, <laughs> and the Steelers yeah. have seen yeah. Animal House way too many times. Double secret probation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get to the injury report, Dave. Um, go ahead and read the Steelers' latest injury report. Okay, well, I will start off. There was a new player on the injury report today. We have another Sam Malone. Um, because Gosh, this once is again, insane. I know it's another groin injury. <laughs> um, and this time, 
Yeah, this time it was James Washington showing up, limited on Thursday with a groin injury. So we'll have to see how that – that's when you just have no clue how to even begin to gauge that one because if he did something where he hurt it in practice because he was practicing and then got hurt, he could very well be out Friday and out beyond. Or was it, uh, well, we just he – was, he was a little sore, so let's just not have to do much. Don't know. We'll have to see tomorrow. So from there, let's talk about players who did not practice. The players who did not practice on Thursday was Carlos Davis. For the I was going to say the second straight day this this week, but it's been my goodness four weeks now, right? Um, Rashad Coward moved in the wrong direction from limited on Wednesday to nothing on Thursday. Did not practice, and Cam Sutton was another did not practice. And by the way, Keith. Keith Butler was talking, I almost said the wrong name. Keith Butler was talking in his press conference today. It doesn't sound like he thinks he's going to be available Sunday. Um, you want to talk about them or just keep rolling? Okay, just keep, I'm so, keep sick going. Okay. I'm so sick of the groin injuries. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, Chase Claypool hamstrings limited for the second straight day. Juju Smith-Schuster with his ribs. He was moving in the right direction. He was full today after being, uh, limited yesterday. Of course, BTR, he was back after his Wednesday off, but that was the pectoral slash hip, but he was back as, as a full. Um, Trey Turner, who had missed Wednesday because of an illness, or was limited Wednesday because of an illness, was back to full. Kevin Dotson, that was the one that surprised me. He went from not practicing Wednesday to full on Thursday. That was actually a bit of a surprise to me. I wasn't expecting that. Um, and then the only other one is I'm pretty that I've missed so far is Cam Hayward, who was limited with a neck injury, where, where he said, you know, it's just kind of a little something that bothers him, and it has been for a while. So he took it a little bit easy yesterday, but he was back to to full today. Okay, let's talk about Cam Sutton. I think that's the biggest injury right now. It doesn't look like he's going to be playing. So if yeah. Cam Sutton doesn't play, what the heck are the Steelers doing at cornerback, in your opinion? Brian, we'll start with you. Pray. <laughs> play <laughs> hard. Play hard. But yeah, they're going to go there, play hard. I mean, or pray hard. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, you're putting uh, Juan Pierre back there, and I know his name's not Juan, but Juan. I, I can't I can't get Juan Pierre out of my head, so that's just who he is. Um, you know, so James Pierre, number 42, will get his his shot on that side again um we will probably have a lust and jane sighting which uh i mean i'd rather see the yeti and bigfoot hanging out together than a lust and jane sighting but uh gosh what are you gonna do um when the holster runs wild on you and that's what's happening right now uh but they cannot two steps forward one step forward 17 steps back. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm opposites attract, I guess. But what's going on here is you just have like we got a guy back from injury. We we see it on the injury report. The Steelers get this guy back. Clay pulls back. Woo! Okay, now we're gonna. Here's our door number two. This is the guy that is on crutches right now. It's Cam Sutton this week. You know, I mean that and James Washington's hanging out with him. So I it just seems like that's what the narrative for the Steelers with injuries are this season, but they're, they're going to have to rely on Pierre again. And they didn't have a hard time doing it before. He's not horrendous. He's not, uh, 
he's not going to be on your Pro Bowl ballot or you're like, ooh, should I put James Pierre in here? But, you know, he's serviceable. I guess that's the the word that they used to use all the time. Opposites attract. Was that Paula Abdul? Yes. Yes. And MC Scat Cat. I'm, I'm surprised Dave didn't know MC Scat Cat. <laughs> I knew it was the cartoon cat in the video. I didn't know his actual name. Two steps. I can't believe you just. I can't believe you just so quoted Paula Abdul cat. during the show. Okay, Dave, cornerback. Do you agree with what Brian said? I mean, for the most part, I think I on. I don't know that we'll have a Lustin Jane sighting. I don't know because I believe that chances are you see James Pierre play hundred percent of the snaps. You're like, well, James Pierre would come in before that's because Sutton would move to that, you know, dime safety kind of like role, I guess is the best way to describe it. I mean, if I'm, I don't stare at the secondary, I'm usually looking at the, at the defensive line. Um, but Jeffrey could, he could tell us that much better, but I think someone else is going to have to then fill that role. So, and I don't know that it's going to be a corner, if you understand what I'm saying. It might yeah, be maybe Trey Norwood. Or, or my, you know, maybe they'll use Miles Killebrew or something for something like that. I don't know. I, I just, I think that you're going to see um, Pierre basically play every snap along with Joe Hayden, is what I would uh, assume. But believe it or not, those sub package guys like Arthur Mallette and Trey Norwood have been playing well. They've been some of the stronger guys in the secondary. So they might just have a few more snaps. Now, another injury to keep your eye on is Chase Claypool on Friday. He's limited the last two days, as Dave said. But with James Washington suffering an injury now, if they are both out, well, now you're into Ray Ray McLeod territory, where you're relying on number 14 to actually make plays. It isn't just fair catching a football. So, that's not where you want to be from an, on an offense. If, if Chase Claypool comes back, then James Washington can take a week off. He'll will be fine as a, as an offense, the Steelers. But my gosh, uh, I think that James Washington has value as the primary backup. But when you're missing Claypool and Washington, that's a little different dynamic. Brian, what do you think about that? Well, first of all, I actually think Cody White is probably more of an option than Ray Ray McLeod. Really? I mean, as far as uh, trucking him out there, I mean, what do you think, Dave? I mean, well, no, um, no, 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 it's, it's yeah. my thing. The problem with Cody White is, is they've used his two elevations for him. If they elevate him again, he has to be subject to waivers. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So but unless they change that rule that I'm not aware of, that's what it was going into last season. And I just assume it's the same thing for this year. But so, I think, I think yeah. with what we saw last week, he is more of a downfield game. Then Ray Ray McLeod, I I think that they would look at him first. Um, you know, losing having Washington out is a problem because this is going to sound like I'm making a joke, but I'm not. I mean, Deontay Johnson's due to go down again this week, and because he uh, every two weeks he limps off, and uh, then he's gone for a little bit. Then he's like, okay, guys, I'm back. Um, it just seems like like uh, he is always uh. He's always walking off the field for some reason, and but he's so valuable to that team. I just don't. I mean, I just never expect four full four full quarters out of this guy. Two weeks in a row. No, that's a good point, Dave. What are your thoughts on the receiver position? It's I. I it's so hard. Like I, I was saying, whenever we 
we're talking about what the injury report was. You really don't know what to expect with that James Washington. You don't know if that's another big deal. I mean, you don't want to worry about, you know, groin injury is not a good thing for a wide receiver, obviously. So, but neither is a hamstring. So I think the one to watch more, more closely is Chase Claypool. I said it last year. I'll say it again this year. The Steelers can afford to lose, to be down one. It's when you're down more than one that it's a problem because of because of what they have. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. All right, Arthur Steele gives us a dollar ninety nine. Says, do you expect the offensive line being decent as the season goes on? I think we all admitted that uh, the offensive line was better. It's still not good, but better. Hmm. So, what exactly do you guys think about the offensive line moving forward, especially with some of these players returning? Dave, we'll start with you. I I thought they had a better game, you know, collectively last week and for some players, you know, individually, you know, that individually and collectively as we hear that all the time from Coach Tomlin. But uh, like I thought Kendrick Green had his best game as a pro by far. Um, I thought that Kevin Dotson was moving in the right direction before his injury, but therefore it kind of brings it all together a little bit more. It's it's a work in progress, and all you can do is hope that every week they're improving to where they finally get to a point that we're like, hey, this this offensive line isn't that bad. That's ultimately where you're wanting to get to, and then keep going from there. So the the question uh, the the question isn't will they. The question is when will they. And the and and the answer might you know you're hoping that it's soon, and the answer isn't next season or beyond 2021, if you know what I mean. Right. What about you, Brian? What do you think? I agree with the consistency that Dave's looking for with this team. I'm looking for cohesiveness, which uh, is probably going to be uh, uh, turned upside down again because you're you're uh, putting someone else back in there. We need to see the same five every week, and we and when I say we, the fans, the media, the uh, the backers of the Pittsburgh Steelers really want to see this. Because that's how this unit is going to get better. Are they going to be getting better? Yeah, I think they're going to continue to gel. I think, uh, you know, anybody that's complaining about Adrian Clem right now, remember, this is a, in some ways, this is patchwork. And this is this is a project that they're putting together. You have two rookies starting on there. We don't know what's going on um, with the uh, the plan for Dan Moore Jr., whether they're going to uh, halt that experiment for right now. Um, they very well could. And something that I talked about earlier, I just, they don't Wally pip a lot here in Pittsburgh. And I don't expect Chooks to get Wally pipped, which means, you know, you know, he's out because he has an injury and, and comes back and loses his job. Um, I, I fully expect him to be starting and playing where I'm not sure, but once again, you're not going to have a cohesive unit because it's a new unit. And one thing that with an offensive line, you have five pieces working as one guy with everything else. I mean, even though you have a wide receiver unit with sometimes four guys on the field, they're not working as one guy. They're working as four separate guys usually, but the offensive line, you need them. You need them to be a strong fence and when one of those, when you keep moving some of those links of, around, when one of those links is uh, is rusting out or breaking, you know, that's the problem. And that's something that I've learned 
Um, I thought different in preseason, but I'm seeing it more and more with this line that uh, it takes a while for them to become who they are. It, we applauded Alejandro Villanueva for so many years. But remember, in 2015, there were a lot of people saying, wow, you've got this big rookie at left tackle. How suspect is he? And it took a while for him to be the Pro Bowl player that it was not a long while, but it took him a while to gel with the rest of that lineup. And that was a very solid line for a while. There were a lot of question marks on that line, but when they grew together, they grew big. So I'm expecting good things out of this line in the future. And the difference of this line from week two to week 17, week 18, it's going to be huge. Okay, let's let's talk about the title of this podcast, which is, uh, you know, are the is the Steelers season on life support? Is this game pretty dire? And I, I did say when we were in our Slack channel talking about headlines for this show. I had said must win. I was like, no, nah, let's not do that. Because, you know, it's not a must-win game. A must-win game, as Dave would likely tell us, is a game that you have to win or else your season is over or you are eliminated from the postseason. That's not this. It's not week five. But I don't think you can say that this game is not important. Um, It's a very very stark difference between one and four going into one last game at home before your bye week and two and three with a chance to get back to 500 before your bye week. But gentlemen, I want to ask you just a general question. Is this season like hanging in the balance in terms of where this thing is, is going? It it kind of feels like they're on a a precipice, you know, and it could go over or they could back it up and still make something out of it. Dave, what do you think? I think you're exactly right. I think it's pooper get off the pot time. You've got to get moving with this season. If you're going to, just want to stay in contention. Now, I've I've said it before. I it was I went into it with a long soliloquy on StatGeek this morning that don't go looking at oh wow you got the Broncos this week. Well, the next week you've got and now I understand looking forward to knowing your bye week is because that's important to know. But the, but oh but then you've got the Seahawks and then you've got the Browns. That, you know. Oh, how are the Steelers going to get to nine wins? You know what? They got to get to two wins first. So they need to just make, I mean, forget everything else. You've got to get that second win. And until you get that second win, you can't be going for that second win at the, in the end of October and think that you're going to be relevant at the end of the season. So it really is, it's not a do or die, but it's about, it's, it's, because by definition it's not, but it really is up there in the importance of the Steelers defining their season. Because you can, you can, like you said, two and three, home game, prime time, going into your buy at a chance to be 500, that's doable. One and four, it's like, where do you go from here? Not just because you're one and four, but because it's four straight losses. It's that those four losses in a row. Brian, what do you think about that? Well, Dave's right, but I look at it a little bit different. Life support is when you call the family in. You're not calling the family in yet. Now, when they're at one and four, you're calling the family in. And when you get to one and five, that's when you're coding. And that's when the the priest comes in and gives the last rites. (laughs) Now, one and four, we saw this two years ago, uh, Jeff, Dave, and 
it was a much different season in 2019, but they were actually one and four when uh, Juju fumbled that ball, when who, uh, who got knocked out in that game. Mason Rudolph gets knocked out in that game. Duck comes in and almost brings them back. The next thing you know, where I'm, I'm spooning with Dave with, <laughs> with, uh, with three games left in the season. And, and basically they need to win one of them to go to the playoffs. They ended up eight and eight that year, but they win one of those games. They're, they're in the post season. So, the Wildcat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Way to go, Brian. Now he's going to talk about that. For hey, a I had five hours through the snow. Yeah. Of that. <laughs> and so, you know, so, I mean, we're so quick to call the priest and, and they're doing that in the live chat right now, but I'm, I'm with Dave where I'm looking at it as a, not as a one game bill cower season. I'm not looking at it that way. I'm looking at it as just focus on this week and nothing else. They really need to win this game. But the plug doesn't get, get pulled until they're one in five at that point. Good, Dave. Oh, I was just going to say, look at Jeff Hartman. Look at him as our great example. When nope. you look at the season as a whole, nope. what did Jeff, what did you have for the Steelers <laughs> record? I remember. Do you remember what you had for the Steelers record before the season started? When? For this part of the season? No, just in general. When the schedule came out. 17 and now. No, you had them 12 and five. <laughs> I did. I really you had them 12 and five okay. when you looked at the season as a whole. Right. But what do you do when you look at each individual game? You believe that they can and will win it. Absolutely. That's how the Steelers have to look. Not that's my point, you know, and it's not even just the Steelers. It's us as Steelers fans, which we don't, we aren't used to being like this, that rather than, rather than say, oh my goodness, well, what are, they're never going to beat this team in December. It, you know what? It, it's not December. It's October. You, you got to win the, the next one and then win the next one and then get better, better during your buy, and then win the next one, if you know what I'm saying. That you, when you look at it as a whole, you can find the places. Well, I don't know that they can do this one. But if you look at it week by week, you can feel like they can win every game. Arthur Steele gives us $4.99. He said, I've accepted and am at peace that the Steelers are probably not a playoff team as of now. I just want to see good, solid, physical, and smart Steelers football. I think that a lot of Steeler fans, and I think I would lump myself into this category as well. I just want to see them look competent and be competitive. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, be in every game. We haven't been able to say that this season. They have not been. And Las Vegas, I thought was was close until the rugs touched down. The yeah. Cincinnati game might have been the worst game of the year so far. Oh, absolutely. And they just looked out like absolute trash. And last week there were moments where you're thinking, boy, this I'm shocked it was only 10 points. <laughs> So I decided I want to see the Steelers with a lead. Just just a lead. Yeah. It's not hey, hey. No, no, not, a, seven, nothing. not a lead <laughs> and the other team hasn't gotten the ball, like an actual yeah. lead. Like, like you said today they in your stack seven geek. nothing and had the ball, but they were like in right. their own 10 yard line. <laughs> but Dave, you said in your stack geek, right? That they've never gone into halftime with a lead yet this season, have they? No, the last time they had a lead at halftime was against Washington last year, the game that ended the, the winning streak. They had oh the lead at gosh. halftime. Since then, they have not had the lead at halftime. And that's why I got so upset with that call um, at the end of the first half that, you know, the 10-point swing is because I would have loved to seen how this team responded leading at halftime because we haven't seen it for so long. So that was, that was you know, it might not have been any better, but it would have been nice to see it. Maybe this is the week we get to see them leading at halftime. 
you know, the funny thing is, is that if, if players criticize the officials or something like that, they get fined heavily. When the officials make a blatant missed call, what happens with them? Do they get fined? I, I don't know. They might. I doubt it. That ticks me off. I still can't believe it. And Minka yeah. Fitzpatrick, who was interviewed uh, today, was met with media, was blatant and said, we were not offsides. Well, None of us were did, offsides. Did, did you see Danny perfect. Smith's quote? I didn't see Danny Smith's quote. I, I didn't watch. I, 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 I watched. I mean, I saw it typed up. I didn't hear it. But in essence, he said, I'm not allowed to comment on it. But we weren't offsides. So, <laughs> you know, I'm like. Not allowed to comment, but I'm going to comment anyways. <laughs> and we have a lot of comments coming up. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back after the break, we're going to talk about over-under. I have some fun questions to kind of break up the monotony of losing for Dave and Brian, and then uh, we'll do our predictions. So stay tuned if you're on YouTube or Facebook right now, the YouTube or the Facebook. Stay tuned. We're not going anywhere. If you're on the audio side, go over to part two. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.